to the fourth aliyah of Chayesara, we find ourselves in the middle of the story um, where Eliezer is talking to Rivka. And he finally realizes who she is. And the aliyah starts, Vayoymer, and he said, <clears throat> Blessed is Hashem, God of my master Avram, who has not withheld his kindness and truth from my master Avram. God has guided me along the right road to the house of my master's brothers. Nachor. This girl runs to her mother's quarters and tells all the events, pretty exciting events going on, her gifts, etc. Now Rivka had a brother named Lavan, who was also in his mother's quarters at that moment. She came running in. He was a bit of a greedy fellow. He heard Rivka's description of what transpired, and hearing the Avram servant had arrived, he quickly removed the idols from the house, then ran outside to the man to the spring. Having seen the expensive nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms, having heard the words of his sister Rivka that saying, this is how the man spoke to me, and having concluded in his own mind that this fellow must be rich, he approaches the man who's still standing next to his camels and tending to them near the spring. Come, you are blessed by God. Why are you standing outside when I have cleared the house of idols and prepared a place for the camels? Eliezer came to the house, unmuzzled the camels, Lavan gave the camel straw and father, water for Eliezer and the men who were with him to bathe their feet. Food was served, and Eliezer says, Mm-mm. I will not eat till I say my piece. Speak! And Eliezer begins with one of the most powerful introductions to a speech ever. You want to know who I am? Eved Avram Anachi, I am the servant of Avram. Not I'm a this, I'm a that, I, I'm the big macher in the town. Eved Avram Anachi, I am the servant. And you want to know who my master is? God greatly blessed my master and he prospered. Flocks, cattle, silver, gold, slaves, camels, donkeys. Now, my master's wife, Sarah, bore him a son. After she had already grown old, and my master gave this boy everything he owned. Eliezer picks up the document that shows that fact. And he points out that, by the way, do you notice that this document had th- this date? I left Israel today and I arrived in Aram Naraim the same day, guys. Do you realize what just goes on? My master bound me by an oath saying, do not take a wife from my son from amongst the Canaanites. Ken- in whose land I live. I must first go to the father's house, to the family, to select a wife from amongst them. I said to my master, says Eliezer, in that case, in the end, you will certainly approach me and ask me to give my daughter to your son as a wife. For all the maiden I will choose from amongst your family members in Haran will certainly not agree to come back with me. But he said to me, God, before whom I've always walked, will send his angel with you and make your mission successful. And you will take a wife from my son from amongst the family members and from my father's house. Eliezer could not, of course, tell Laban and the father Betuel that that Hashem had guaranteed him success in advance. So he only said that God promised to send an angel with him rather than before him, as Avram had said. He did, however, note that God had promised to make the mission successful hinting that it would be 
pointless for Betuel to attempt to oppose it. And the only way I will be relieved of my oath, says Eliezer, if you approach my family and they do not give you a maiden, you will be released from the oath. That's what Avram told me. So I set on the journey today. I arrived today at the spring. And I said, O oh God, God of my master Avram, if you will crown my mission with success, here I am standing at the water, the maiden who comes to draw the water, and to whom I'll say, please give me a little water to drink from your pitcher. And she will answer not only to your pitcher, but for your men and camels as well, she'll be the wife. I had not yet finished my words, silently in my heart. And there Rivka came out with her pitcher on the shoulder. She went down to the well, drew water. I said to her, please give me a drink. She immediately lowered the pitcher from her shoulder and said, drink, I will give your water to your men and camels. I took a drink. She also gave my men and camels. I questioned her and said, whose daughter are you? He doesn't mention that, by the way, he first gave the gifts because that would sound like a bit of a weirdo. She said, I'm the daughter of Betua, son of Nachar, who Milka bore to him. I then placed a ring in her nose and bracelets in her arm. I bowed low, bowed before Hashem, blessed Hashem, God of my master Avram, who took me on this path. Now, if you want to act in kindness and truth towards my master, tell me. If not, say so, and I will turn to the right. What's the right? Southwest of my master's home. And I will find a wife from the Ishmaelites. Or to the left which is the northeast of my master's home, and I'll find from the descendants of Lot. Laban and Betuel answer. Laban, disrespectfully responding before his father, even though they were both personally opposed to the match, nevertheless, they said, this has clearly come from God. We therefore cannot say anything to refuse you, even though we would have wanted to, neither in a bad, disrespectful manner, nor in a nice and polite manner. Here is Rivka before you. Take her and go. Let her be a wife for your master's son, as God had spoken. They did not even bother to ask Rivka if she agreed to marry Isaac. It was clear to them that this marriage was God's will. When Avram's servant heard these words, he bowed on the ground in thanksgiving for the turn of events. Now, Betuel at this point had second thoughts about the match and was about to express his opposition to it. And the angel accompanying Eliezer killed him. Now, that's the Aliyah. Now, you have to ask yourself, so much of what we read in today's Aliyah, we read in the previous days. The whole story of how he arrived. Why didn't he just say Eliezer got up and said his story? Why do you have to repeat the whole thing? And from here, the, the sages tell us, That even the conversations of the servants of our patriarchs are beautiful. More than the Torah of the children. In other words... Eliezer's words have incredible importance, and there's the beauty in the front of Hashem's eyes. That's how great the patriarchs are, and even their servants are. Wishing you a fantastic and great day.